The show that you're about to listen to may contain themes of violence, occult activity, strong language, and other sensitive material, as well as a trigger warning. This podcast is meant for educational purposes only, and we mean nothing but respect to the parties involved. Listener discretion is advised. We strive to tell stories in a truthful manner, but press, media, and other sources cannot be verified. Sources can be found in the show notes. Hello. Hi. <laughs> Hi. Hi. Uh, my name is Bria. I'm Tegan. My brain almost, I almost said my name is Bria and I'm Tegan. <laughs> I, I almost said both. I don't know why. Yes. Yes. I'm both Bria and Tegan. I don't know if you want to be me. I don't know if, I don't know either. I don't, I can, I can barely handle being me. I can't handle being me most of the time. So why would I be both of us? I <laughs> I don't know. I mean, you probably, if you wanted to, probably good, but I don't recommend it. I don't know. I don't think I recommend it either. There's a lot going on between the both of us. Oh, yeah. Imagine both of our (laughs) schedules combined. Well, I work four days a week. You work five days a week. Mm -hmm. I work technically four. four, Okay. But I'm here on Wednesdays, and I'm in mass comm. Mm -hmm. So I'm here. I take classes in the place of my work. Yes. So I'm always... In the department. Yes. So it never feels like I have a day off, which is fun because I love my people, but also I want to lay in bed. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, but anywho, we're here today on this day. Look over there. You saw me spacing. I did. I was going into orbit. It's okay to be in orbit. I have all my earrings in. You do? All of them. That's a lot. Uh, All 19 of them. I can't. I have I have six. That's enough. I have to get one more because I hate odd numbers. Mm-hmm. I don't do piercings. I don't really eyeball. That's because I have a keloid mm-hmm. bad on one of mine, and I can't get rid of it. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I quit getting piercings and just compensated with tattoos. It'd be like that. Mm-hmm. Where that guy brought up is because I have my um, space earrings in. I see. My moon. The moon. I also have moon. Stars. Yeah? You do? I always, I always wear moon earrings. I've always worn them, too. They're my favorite. I have little moons and little rose quartzes. Because mm-hmm. they're cute. And I have gold earring in, earrings. And right now... I have silver, and my gemstones are pink and purple. Cute. I need to put... I like Galaxy. I do prefer silver. I do too. My necklace is silver, but I haven't changed my earrings. My, I think my nose ring is also gold. I don't know. I've had my nose pierced since I was 12. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. So it's always been there. It's a part of me. It does not come out. Mm-hmm. So I don't think it will ever come out <laughs> at this point. I do wish it was a gauge bigger, though. Cause I accidentally shrunk it. Cause I bought the wrong size. Yeah. I didn't know about I didn't know about sizes when I bought them. So I well, just, yeah, cause you were younger. I was younger, but now it's real thin, and I wish it was a little bigger. 
that's our piercing story. Yeah, just a little bit. Just a little bit. It's okay. It's okay. Anywho, we're chilling. Like a villain. Fulfilling and grilling. Yeah, we grow people. We we do grow people. Mainly ourselves. Yes. That's the fun part, though. It is. If it's not, it's not fun unless you can't grill yourself. Yes. I have more fun grilling myself. Mm-hmm. I I've I grill the boys down here though all the time, all the time. As you should. As I should. They As deserve you should. it. No. <laughs> They're great. They're great boys. Our boys. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Anywho, today's episode is a little different. A little something something that I've never even heard about. That you've never even heard about. And I only heard about it because of the main homie Spencer Henry over at Cult Leader. But this was on his um his other podcast, Obituary, which is a great name. Because it's spelled O-Bitch. I was going to ask. Yep, it is spelled Obituary. So, And they're a great podcast. I mean, I love them. They're going on tour. I need to go. They are my influences. Thoughts? Question for later. Yes. Noted. Okay. Anywho, so the different thing we're talking about today is the Canary Girls. Now, this is a group of British women who worked in munitions manufacturing TNT, which is dynamite. Very dangerous. Mm-hmm. Very dangerous. So they were putting TNT into, like, big shell casings, and I mean, like, huge shell casings. I have the exact measurements in here somewhere, mm-hmm. but this is just the little lowdown right now, and these shell casings are huge. TNT is toxic, and this happened during the First World War, which was 1914 to 1918. They got the nickname Canary Girls because the exposure to TNT is toxic, and repeated exposure can turn the skin a orange-yellow color. Don't play around in TNT too much, but, I mean, I hope people aren't playing around in TNT like these women were playing well, around in TNT because I think it was a lot easier access back then yeah because of the war going on I think be- so too I mean these women were working in big factories right. manufacturing these big shells mm-hmm. like mixing vats full of TNT like big like cauldron type beats I, I picture mm-hmm. um, so that's a lot of TNT <laughs> yeah very dangerous imagine if that like got ignited somehow oh just wait Oh, no. Yeah. Am I calling stuff already? A little bit. <gasps> so. I've been calling stuff like a... You mm, have been. Like nonstop. I, I'm taking from Zachary. Cause you he, are. That man. <laughs> side note, I'm sorry. We're watching The Walking Dead, as yes. I've noted. But he has called every single f- thing. He called... Uh, spoiler alert, so skip a little bit if you don't want to hear anything. He called... The um, Shane versus Rick fight. Okay. He didn't know who was going to win, but he knew one of them was going to kill the other one. Mm-hmm. He called Ma- um, Glenn and Maggie getting together. Yes. Called the um, that Carl killed Lori. Mm-hmm. He called Maggie's pregnancy already. And okay. we just finished season... We're not even... We're on episode five now of season three. That's crazy. That doesn't happen until season five. No. Breathe bigger noises over there. My body is making noises, which 
It was like a throat noise, too. It was a throat noise. <laughs> it was one of those weird throat noises that you get. Yeah. He is calling it. There was other stuff, too, that I'm like, how in the hell? Like, he could kind of, like, because of the coral thing, he mm-hmm. kind of knew that something was going to happen there because he's yeah. never watched the show. But he's on Twitter, so he's going to see because mm-hmm. it pops up even. I'm, yeah. I mean, that's, like, just a general meme. Right. That happens. So he knew something happened around that. Mm-hmm. And he knows that Glenn dies yeah. because he saw spoilers. He just doesn't know how. Yeah. So it's been a time trying to keep quiet when we're watching. Let's just put it that way. I think he called the, like, trap between the um, Shane trying to lure Rick, too. His guessing skills, what kills me. They're just... Just in general. But just in the show. This is a side note, but did you see all the things about another side note? That Netflix is stopping password sharing? Mm Mm-hmm. You have my Netflix. You use my Netflix. I know. <laughs> so it's I'm fine. like, Zach, we got to get on this because... No, I think it will be fine. I don't think it's going to be like anytime soon. No. But... I don't understand it, but that's a whole other thing. Because we're watching JoJo's because we take turns because yeah. we watch my show and then we watch his show. Mm-hmm. That's what... It's um, fair. That's what Brady and I do. Yeah. We watch like my movie, we watch his movie. Mm-hmm. Or we all, and we like pick, they're not sitcoms, but we pick like a show to watch just collectively. So right now we're watching that 70s show, mm-hmm. or we've watched Brooklyn Nine Nine, we've watched Parks and Recreation, like shows like that, Office type shows, right? Uh, like how The Office is. Mm-hmm. We've seen The Office, so that's kind of what we do. And then like we'll sometimes watch, like he'll want to watch Seinfeld, and he'll put on an episode of Seinfeld, and we'll watch Seinfeld, mm-hmm. or. I got him to watch Julian the Phantoms. I still have to watch that. You do have to watch I'm that. Wa- I'm it's, working on it. It's so quick and literally so quick and easy. The episodes are literally 30 minutes and there's nine episodes. I'll see what I can do tomorrow at work. Yes. You have to. But we're watching Adventure Time collectively. You know who is in Adventure Time that's in Julian the Phantoms? Who? The guy who voices Finn. Oh, yeah. You told me about that. Yes. So I might have to yes. get on that really quick. You do. But anywho. You, you just love Reggie. He is so dumb. <laughs> dumb people, I can, it's, I don't like dumb people that act dumb to get attention. No, he's just dumb to be dumb and they okay. always look at him like, did you, did this man really just say this right now? Or Alex is always like, Reggie's a little strange. <laughs> that That's literally a line in the show. Or, no, Julie says that. She goes, well, there's, like, Luke and Alex and Reggie, but Reggie's always a little strange. Love it's that. so great. Oh, uh, you would love it. Oh, it's so great. You I'll have get to on watch it. it. I'll get on it. You do. Because I've watched how many seasons of Drag Race Free? No, I'm kidding. That was collective. That wasn't on That me. was collective. I got you back into it. I dug open a grave. You did. That wasn't on me. You're right. That was on you. You're right. It's fine. I just kind of got you addicted, you and did. then you got addicted to Viv, and then yes. it's oh, gone Viv. hill. <laughs> I love Viv. I do love Viv. Watch Julie and the Phantoms and Teen Wolf. We'll see about Teen Wolf. Yes. We'll see. It has the creepy spookies and cute white men, and what else do you need in life? Not that. <laughs> Not that. I don't really look at eye candy. I do. I don't. <laughs> I'm bad with it. I used to when I was younger, but now yeah. I don't. I just kind of watch it for what it is. Mm-hmm. And it's enjoyable. It gets me crying. It gets me in my feels. 
it's been my favorite show since I was like eight. So it has to get me in my feels. Mm-hmm. I didn't pay attention to the cute. I paid a little bit of attention to the cute <laughs> men, but when I was eight. But I was also eight. You were eight. Yeah. That's... Yeah. I didn't understand. Right. The the fangirl. We joke that I went to fangirl university. And then we joke about, like, the units, the mm. fangirl units, because I'm, like, an encyclopedia of just movies and weird stuff. So Miss Anitra Stan, that changed her profile picture back? I did change my... I, 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 but I took really cute pictures of me in my Psycho Killer shirt. You did. My By the talking heads, not, like, at the, a shirt with a Psycho Killer on it. Um... <laughs> Yeah, I took. I was in a really cute outfit, so I had to change my picture to that because my my outfits have been popping off lately. That's because mm-hmm. I've been getting dressed in the morning because it's a new semester. Mm-hmm. But I probably won't be getting dressed in the morning after a couple months. Leggings. Mm-hmm. I'm mm-hmm. ready for short season. I am ready for shorts. I do prefer shorts. I gotta show up with the knee tat. I gotta not wear pants. I hate pants. I don't like pants. I hate pants. I don't like pants either. I like when my legs are out there chilling mm-hmm. pants in a hoodie best shorts in a hoodie or i meant shorts in a hoodie not pants or like crew in a hoodie yes. or long a- sleeves and hoodie or what <laughs> long sleeves and shorts is yes the best. long sleeves and shorts is the best fit that's that why i'm excited for spring i love spring I just for that well. reason i agree because that is the best outfit that you can get oh, yes. And you can't prove me otherwise. I'm not going to prove you otherwise. Exactly. Because we have the same opinion. Yes. Love that. They are the best. I can't wait to put shorts on with this sweater. Same. Oh, this is going to be so comfortable. I wanted to wear shorts so bad. I almost said no balls and go and do it. Yeah. And I didn't do it. No. You were freezing. I was freezing in pants and I would have not. You would have died. Yeah. Your legs would have been as, as red as your nose was. Yes. <laughs> we took pictures. We did take pictures outside in the snow. So yes. By a body of water. <laughs> that was frozen over. That was frozen over, so it was giving more coldness. It was giving cold. It was giving cold. Anywho. <laughs> we love a tangent. Seven that side into, tangents. But, yeah. I love shorts. That's I all I got. I want to wear white shorts. I want to wear white shorts with this sweater. That would be very cute. That's what, what I wanted to do, but I couldn't find white pants anywhere. Yeah. Anywhere I went. Um, at the Ross in where I was yesterday, they had a pair of white pants. I'm not sure what size they were, though. White pants are scary. I know. That's why I don't own any. Yeah, I only wear black pants. I found how many pairs of pants when I went to go look for pants this morning in my house? Mm. Seven? Seven pairs. That I just got out now? Yeah. In February. In February? decided to be, like, negative 12. But, hey, now I can have fun pants for work. Fun Because I found them. They had yellow pants at Walmart. Cute. I have a couple pairs of... I don't have, like... I have yellow shorts. And I have, like, a Looney Tunes shirt that I wear those with. But that's... I definitely only wear, like, black pants. That's just my vibe. Mm -hmm. Though... I only wear... I have two pairs of blue jeans. That's all you can get me in. And they're mm. all ripped. Knees out. Knees out ripped jeans. Knees naked. Knees naked. You gotta have your knees naked, people. 
You're not living if your knees aren't naked. My knees are not naked. Your knees aren't naked. Tegan's not living. I'm not. No. I'm just kind of here. Mm-hmm. I felt that. I felt that. Anywho. Let's get to it. Let's get to it. And like the whooshing, the transition sound. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, so in 1915, so literally a hundred and how many years ago? A hundred and seven years ago? Um, hundred and eight. hundred and eight years ago. Yeah, because it's twenty twenty three. Yes, a hundred and eight years ago in nineteen fifteen, in Britain, when men were fighting for their lives in war, thousands of women were answering the government's cry for help with war effort. So women were viewed differently back then, very differently. Very. So when these women started working in uh like these factories, they worked for the bare minimum. And they were really taken advantage of because they had, they needed help and they figured, well, our men are gone. These women here can will take the bottom dollar to work with mm-hmm. these hazardous materials and, you know, risk their lives. I mean, honestly, people still do that to this day. They in do. In different countries. They do. And it's horrible. It's awful. And that shouldn't happen. No. Because we're all people. Mm-hmm. Like, we're all just people trying to survive and... That shouldn't happen. No. So these thousands of women signed up to fill the gaps by those called in service. This means at a time when uh, women typically didn't have jobs, especially these were factory jobs too. Mm -hmm. It wasn't like a job at a bakery. Right. Where, you know, women are typically seen. Mm -hmm. They were in factories. They were called munitionettes, and they were battling the shell crisis of 1915. The hours were super regulated, and they couldn't even go on strike because of all of this. The factories were normally prime targets for enemy fire because they were helping build the weapons that the British were using in the war. So they normally got attacked pretty regularly. Mm -hmm. I'm sure. The main thing they did was take a shell casing, fill it with powder, and then put a detonator on the top that had to be tapped down. Now, tapping this detonator down was very, like, Danger. dangerous because what do you do if you tap a detonator down? Boof. Boof. It blows up. So if they tapped it too hard, it would detonate. And what were they filling those shells with? Dynamite. TNT. Mm-hmm. They were literally the littlest mistap of this device it could have ended their life could have ended their life and for some women it did end their lives Mm -hmm. because that was a regular thing that would happen to Mm -hmm. them explosions were common cursed and there were many lists there's lists that you can go look at of factories that exploded because somebody tapped a detonator too hard these women were not fighting for their lives in combat but they still fought many dangers with lasting effect the ladies handled the explosive chemicals in their everyday lives and these chemicals held a high risk of them contracting potentially fatal diseases they wore no gloves when handling these explosives i can see the pluses and minuses to this yes because Residue from mm-hmm. gloves could do something. Yeah. But even with your bare hands, if yeah. it's a lose-lose situation. It is. I mean, just working at this factory was a lose-lose. <laughs> yeah, it was a lose. It wasn't even... It was even, a lose. It was yeah. a lose. Working at these factories was, like, horrible. Mm-hmm. But it's what they had to do to survive. Yeah. So no gloves with handling the chemicals. And when they got to work, they were stripped-searched. 
for any medal. And if they were wearing metal, it would be taken away from them. There was also fears that a rogue spark caused by static might lead to an explosion. So women were banned from wearing, like, silks and stuff like that. Even any kind of, any kind of material can really start, start a static yes. thing. Any material. So, like, yeah, they were just not having a good time no. at these factories. It was not good for them at all no. to be there. No. And it's really sad. So nylon and silk, no bueno. Two women died every week from injuries or intoxication from the chemicals. Two women every week for four years? That's crazy. Well, there's 54, no, 54 weeks in a year, right? Yeah. 54 times two, 108. Mm -hmm. 108 times four. A lot. A lot. I can't do that math right now. I can't either. I've done Uh, math all day. Plus... Plus, if there was an explosion right. or an airstrike right. or other diseases, which we'll get into, that were caused by these chemicals that may have taken them out. Even diseases in general around this time, yeah, there wasn't any crazy. type of meds or anything no. that no. they could do anything about. So yeah. you could be taken out for just about anything back then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were just there working. And it's really sad. And that's why I find this story so interesting because... You didn't know what the Canary Girls were. Mm-mm. No. And a lot of other people don't know what the Canary Girls are. We got to bring so there some awareness to, awareness to this. Yeah. To, and there's a lot of groups of women that kind of stuff like this happened to for different reasons. Mm-hmm. And maybe that can be a series because this is something I'm really interested, interested in. Because in. there's like the Radium Girls and, you know, so many different types of women that I'm sure. these things, weird, weird things happen to because of like factory work or working with chemicals because there was that um we talked about it in an episode a while ago but the cyanide poisoning thing yes too, yeah that was that was a mass what's it called not like a mass well it was a mass kind of it I was mean, a mass murder there essentially was, but there was a different a, word for it yeah but there's so many weird things that happen or have you heard about like excedrin the headache pill no um, somebody in Chicago took and like tampered with the pill bottles for Excedrin in stores, put like, um, I can't remember what it was, but then like it killed a bunch of people around. Yeah. That's concerning. That is. So I've listened to that and like pill bottles scare me now because that, or, um, what's, what's, what's it called? I can't remember, but it was put into letters and mailed and it can be used for warfare like disease warfare and stuff like that and like at one point what is it called why can't that's gonna bother me my brain went to fentanyl but I don't it's think not that's fentanyl right. and it's not like it's like a it's not bacteria it's like a disease and i think it starts with an a and it's not arsenic it's a a a a i'll, I'll have to look it up because now it's gonna stick with me mm-hmm. bad <laughs> uh but you know these weird things you're going to look it up? Yeah, I'm going to look it up. Because it's going to bother me now. Um, we're going to let Tegan look this up real quick before we move on from the conversation. What's it? What was? It was put in, like, letters. And, like, they were sent out. And it killed people. And it's, like, super toxic. Anthrax? Yes. Anthrax poisoning. Anthrax is crazy. My search history is going to be messed up. <laughs> It happens every week when I research brain soup. 
Tell me about it. Weird things. That's when I start researching on the office computers. Oh, no. It's great. So for some of these women, the effects of their work were visible. These ladies would gain a light shade of yellow on their skin and hair, and that's how they became known as the Canaries, or the Canary Girls. This is because the shade was reminiscent of a yellow canary bird. This yellow tone was said to be temporary. It was caused by the workers packing shells with the TNT. This is because they were mixing the TNT with their bare hands, and the melanin in their skin would react to it. A substance called cordite was also used to fill the shells, and it was made from a mixture of gun cotton, nitroglycerin, and Vaseline petroleum. These were highly toxic mixtures, and they were made by hand in large vats by female workers. And the pictures are crazy. Really? Yeah. I mean, there's pictures of, like, the yellow in their skin. Mm -hmm. And there's so many lasting effects to this, even though this color was temporary. These women worked 12-hour shifts night and day and had very little training. And it's not good to have little training when you're working with toxic No. You have to have a lot. You have to have a lot of training, especially in, like, today's. You have to have, like, certificates. And uh, my dad is a truck driver. And he... um, There's, like, truck driving jobs where they handle toxic chemicals. And he has to go through special training just to drive those chemicals. Yeah. Let alone handle them with his bare hands. Mm -hmm. So they were definitely... Like, no one cared. No one cared. The shells were filled by this toxic mixture and were heavy and weighed between 10,000 pounds and 50,000 pounds. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. And the shells, um, there will be pictures of the shells where you guys look because, I mean, if a woman is standing up, these shells were probably to their, like, midsection. That's how tall they were. And maybe even taller. By 1917, the factory at Gretna was producing 800 tons of cortite per week. Jesus. That's crazy. That's insane. That's a lot. Around this time, Sir Arthur Conan Doyle visited the factory, and it seems he was the one who christened it the cordite mixture, the devil's porridge. Of those who survived life in the factories, many had lasting health problems in later life. I'm sure. Yeah. I mean, they were breathing this in. It was probably mm. hot. And, I mean, no safety protocols. Like, now, in today's world, I'd picture they'd have you in, like, a hazmat suit. I would hope. Working with this stuff. Like, I would hope. full PPE, face shield, and masks, gloves. Probably, like, a rubber suit mm-hmm. or something like that. I'd picture. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Some reported bone disintegration. Nice. While others developed throat problems and dermatitis from the TNT staining. So this is a quote from Dr. McCartney. They said, The woman suffered all sorts of illnesses and ailments from turning yellow, but turning yellow was probably the least of their problems. They accepted all sort of terrible working conditions. They knew they were putting themselves in danger. TNT was yellow. They saw what was happening. Though the skin turning yellow wasn't permanent, others suffered more sinister illnesses. One of the more, most serious being a liver disease called toxic jaundice. So if you guys don't know what jaundice is, and this was toxic jaundice, but jaundice is a disease that mm-hmm. kind of shuts down the liver. Yeah. So not good. I know uh, there's like babies yep. are born with jaundice yep. and they can tell right away because the baby will come out yellow, yellow or like a yellow or a yellowy tint. tint. Their eyes are yellow. So jaundice isn't good. That's no. essentially liver failure. Mm-hmm. 
um, because of this chemical. And, I mean, you can see why. Right. It's a chemical. There were 400 cases of this disease during World War One, a quarter of which were fatal. They had people just dying. Um, let a, and that's just from, I mean, there was explosions. I can't get over the explosions. Yeah, no. According to Dr. Helen McCartney from the King's College London, some workers gave birth to yellow babies, deemed the canary babies. Yeah. So, I mean, from these women, their kids were coming out yellow because of this substance. Jesus. Yeah. Imagine all the other effects that... And the baby... Yeah, the babies probably could have got jaundice, too. I'm sure the they would have... Yeah. I mean, when, you know, you're attached to your mom with, like, in you their get belly, all that. you... What your mom gets, yeah. you get. Um, that's, like, fetal alcohol syndrome yeah, and... Yeah, a whole bunch of other things. All of that stuff. So these, you know, the babies were having these effects, let let alone the women that were carrying Mm -hmm. the babies. Gladys Sangster, whose mother worked at the National Filling Factory Number 9 near Bambury, Oxford, was one of them. I was born and my skin was yellow, she says. She told the BBC. That's why they were called the Canary Babies. That was only one of the effects of working with those dangerous chemicals in everyday lives. Um, with every shell that passed through the women's hands, they risked amputation. They also risked losing fingers, hands, as well as burns and blindness. There was a story of a woman who was filling the shells with TMT. She tapped the shell down too hard and it caused it to detonate in front of her. The explosion called her to go blind and lose both of her hands. The woman was pregnant at the time, but she was able to safely deliver the baby. She was only able to identify the baby by using her lips because most of her body didn't have feeling. This was just one story of the many of people that were injured by the incident, let alone. Yeah. So. This pisses me off on so many levels. They did not care about women. They just was, they were literally, I've said it in this episode already. They were like, women, they can work for like a quarter of what men do. And then we can work them to death, literally, mm-hmm. and have all we need while they are literally, like, getting blown up. Yeah. It makes me sick that this stuff used to happen. Because this there was many factories at this time that were doing I'm this. sure. Not just the couple that we've talked about. Like, I have an issue with the women, like, in this yeah. type of work, or anybody in this type of work, but... In- yeah. Sometimes it needs to be done, unfortunately. It does need to be done sometimes, unfortunately. But having pregnant women do that, yeah, and that yes. pisses me the f- off. Yes. The pregnant woman. Yes. Why? And there was many pregnant, like this woman, because the, I, they did not care. They were like, so what? She's pregnant. She can work. Yeah. She, if she no, wants she, to work, she can do something else. Yes. That's, if you want more people in this world to do what you want them to do Mm -hmm. they need to be able to be healthy enough to do so yes and this is not a step no yeah that story really that's like one of the main stories that there's not a lot of like stuff about the canary women out the canary girls out Mm -hmm. there because this is really a group of people that are overlooked i've only ever heard one thing about them that interested me in them and before that I didn't know who they were mm-hmm. and there's no movies about them 
There's a couple books. There's not much people say about them. And they're, they don't really know how many lives were lost because of right. all of this. I'm sure there was a lot more. I'm sure. Like, a lot more. Mm-hmm. Even babies, too. Yes. And I'm sure some... Um, the amount of miscarriages, yes, potentially, that I'm would sure have happened. I'm sure some miscarriages happened. Stillbirths, even. Stillbirths. I'm sure pregnant mothers passed because of an explosion. There was many lives lost because of the explosion. Why put these people at risk? Mm -hmm. I know, like, back then, men did not care. Yeah. They wanted what was best for them. They wanted their women to stay at home with the kids. Yes. And it shouldn't be like that. It shouldn't at all. It is sickening. It's awful. I hate how men think back then. Too. Like, and even there's men that still still think, think this that way, way now. Um, when I was working at a coffee shop, there was a man, and he looked at me and he goes, "I don't want her to serve me." And like that made me feel like shit, you know? Yeah. My manager, thank God for the homie. He looked at this man. He it was, he was a regular too, and he had never done. I've taken his order many a mm-hmm. times, but that specific day, he goes, "I don't want her to serve me." And then he, my manager slammed his order down on the, like, ta- I've never seen, like, you know, but, like, him get like that. But he slammed the order down and he goes, like, I don't even remember what he said. But, like, that is not a good feeling. And no. this happened to those women. Every single day, every second of the day. Yes. Made these women do this stuff. Yeah. It's revolting. It's horrendous. It is. And like you said, some countries, they still view... They women. still do this. Where was it? Pakistan? I, I have no idea. I was... Or what is... Uh, Iraq. I just watched... Um, well, I didn't just watch. It was last semester in my photojournalism class. Mm-hmm. I just watched um, a documentary about um, a woman photojournalist in Iraq. And she told a story about how she was walking down the street with her mom when she was little... And, like, she wasn't, uh, she was little, little. And I don't mm-hmm. think her head or her hair was covered up or something. And they literally attacked her and her mother on the street because that's how they view women. And, like, she gets viewed at different and, like, can barely get work there because she's in mm-hmm. a journalism career. And and journalism already in Iraq is weird. Yeah. Um, they, because of, I can't remember what it's called right now. But it's like they banned photos and there literally took everybody's family photos, burnt them, took cameras, burnt them. And like, so yeah, third world countries are crazy (laughs) to think about because stuff like that happens to them Mm -hmm. there. And it's heartbreaking because I've said it in this episode, we're all just people trying to live and work. Yeah. And you have to work nowadays to survive. And that's what they wanted. And that's what they they wanted. So they were they working wanted, for their survival yeah. because their, you know, significant others were gone. And it's horrible. It's awful. I don't like how these people made these women do this. I don't either. It's like I said, especially pregnant women. Yes. It didn't make any sense because that's all men wanted mm-hmm. at that time period was, was kids to raise kids. Yes. for soldiers. Yes. Literally. It doesn't make any sense. And if it was a girl, then, well. 
that's tough. Mm-hmm. That's another house worker for yeah, another man. Yep, in the down the road. Yep, I could never. It's awful. It is really bad, and I feel like it was especially bad at that time in America. Oh yeah, and in England because mm-hmm. this is where this all happened in, in England. England. There's no monument for these women. Or anything that shows what they went through. Went through, and I really think there needs to be oh, a for monument. Sure. There has for them. to be. Um, some of the women are on war monuments okay. around them. Some women are on the war monuments, but that's I, a start. That's a start. But I think there needs they to need be more a awareness. whole monument. Yeah, this needs to be a story that ta- is talked about more. Yeah, because it's interesting. But also, so many people lost their lives. Lost their lives because of it. Yeah. There's only partial lists of what the women. Uh, when I was looking, the only I don't like using Wikipedia. No. But the only one I could find was like on Wikipedia, of the partial list of women that this stuff happened to, and there was only like 40 women on that list. And who's to say if they even kept track? Kept, yes, track. They probably were like because they lost them so often. Yeah, they were like, like, well, there's another one. Right. Just, you know, take her out. Uh-oh. After one particular explosion, there was a big funeral, like a group funeral that happened with a big procession for the women of the other munitionettes kind of standing their ground for them mm-hmm. because those were their, you know, girls. Yeah. And I'm, they, I'm sure they built huge bonds. Oh, they would have to in that kind of environment. Working in that environment. So. To get through all that. Yeah. You would need somebody to talk to, mm-hmm. especially with their significant others being away and they don't have anybody. Yeah. But who they're working with. Literally. And they never know who's going to pass on next. And that's scary. That's to awful. Imagine going to work every day and being like, well, I wonder what's going to happen today. Mm-hmm. Is someone going to tap down too hard? Am I going to tap down too hard? I'd be so nervous to every time I would tap those things down. Like, and then, like, you got to think about the women that it happened to and they survived. Mm -hmm. They have to have, like, survivor's guilt. Yeah. Or they have to live their lives with no feelings. In their hands, no sight, no hands at all, no legs. Like liver failure, liver failure, probably so many other diseases yeah. that you know. Lung cancer, probably. Lung cancer, lung oh, cancer has to cancer? be a big throat cancer. Has to be a big one. Even brain cancer, I would think potentially. I would think that as well. I mean, you're breathing it in. Yeah. Like, and they literally like I, I don't. I'm pretty sure how they was stirring it was, like, big bat vats. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know why I'm doing, like, I'm showing examples with my hands. because You, you talk with your hands. See. I do talk with my hands. Uh, but, like, big vats, and they have, like, a, like a wooden mm-hmm. stick or something, and they're just stirring, stirring it. These splash-ups on their skin and... Even in their eye, in their, their mouth. Eyes, and, oh, in their mouth. Anywhere. Yeah. Horrible. Horrible. And that's really the story. It's a pretty quick story because there's not a lot of... But a gruesome one. It's Yeah, but a gruesome one. Because there's just not a lot of sources about them. 
there was like a couple British websites that talked about them, and then the rest were just and like short paragraphs about them too. Like these were the Canary Girls. This they weren't happened. cared about. They weren't. And I think that's disgusting. Yeah. Well, we said women were not. This is a whole episode about just how women were treated like. Awfully? Awful back then. There's um, some stuff about like them in the National Museum of Wales. So a Welsh museum. Munitions factory. Oh, this is looks like it's from like a school. There's a book by a woman called Jennifer Chaverney called The Canary Girls, which looks pretty interesting. I'd like to read that because, yeah, another book. There's a play about it. I didn't mention that. There is a play okay. about it, which That's is something. pretty cool. That is something. That's something. There's a couple videos about that, but the videos are only about 14 minutes long because I did watch a video as a source and it was 14 minutes long meanwhile a source about like a murder is like a long a long video and this is murder yes essentially and it as it is a murder it should be talked about yeah there was like there is a poster that kind of sticks with me from the time um, and it says these women are doing their bit. They make munitions. And I have that. That will be in the video. Um, but they're like posters being like enroll to work here because they're doing their part. So you guys, if you're a woman and you're not doing your part, then you should do your part. It's a guilt trip. It's a guilt trip. Yeah. Or like, and I'm sure some women are doing it because they're kind of putting their foot down like, well, men work. Them I ha- can work yeah. too. There's not a lot of like in color pictured yeah. from the time because it it's was 1915. 1915. That novel. Lo- I'm that gonna stick in my head. There's like uh, face cream ads that like talk about being a munitions worker and it, like if your skin is this way, then you should use this face cream because it will help your skin. Yeah. So I think that's kind of not funny, but like they were trying. They were trying. They were anything trying they it. could. Oteen face cream, as a munition worker's nose. Yet many wait until the dirt and the grime of the munition shop or factory have actually settled into their pores of their skin before they use the product. So they're like, you guys must really be going through it. You should use this, and then we'll fix it. Here's a picture of the shells. They're and there's lines of them. They're massive. And they, like, are lined up against a wall. There's, like, comic books drawings of it. Mm-hmm. So the people who know, know. And then there's people who never hear about the story a day in their lives. Mm-hmm. And it's sad. I wonder if there's any ancestors around that want to tell their... I do, too. Stories. But that was... Let's see. They'd have to be grandchildren mm-hmm. at this point. Around there. Yeah, because if they were born in, like... 1915. 1915, then they're probably long gone, let alone the munition workers yeah. it would have to be grandkids. would be. So it would be grandkids and great-grandkids um, of the time. Mm-hmm. But that's all I have about this story, which is sad, because I feel like it's so short compared to mm-hmm. other things. But there's not a lot. It's just these women turned yellow 
some might have had cancer and they died but uh it angers me it does anger me too i wish there was more on them and there's a rare story here and there about their like how the children turned yellow or um there is a picture that was floating around of one of the munition workers and like right before she passed and it just it's a crazy story i'm sad for the women that had to experience this i am but that was our story for this week let us know it was a rough one it was a rough it is a really really rough one like i just can't fathom some of it mm-hmm. it makes me angry at the the men of that time oh yes because they, they absolutely did not care i was angry before but now it's just like anger yeah i didn't know about this stuff and uh it's gross stuff it's not just women that were harmed it, it was, was kids babies. and babies literal, and literal babies yes and kids lost yeah mothers who were all they had because their fathers was out. were at the uh, yeah. fighting in a war. So, so imagine the amount of orphans that were around. And yeah. that's just... It's like a domino effect. Yeah, it's a domino effect. Mm-hmm. Or kids that have, may have been, came out, like, born with the effects. Imagine, you know, then that if they passed after mm-hmm. birth, then that's a mother... Without a baby, a baby yeah. because of the work. There's so many ways that it goes around, like parents without kids, kids without parents. Grandparents without yes, their kids, kids or grandkids. Their grandkids. It was affecting all parties. Mm-hmm. And war is just not good at no. all. And that's was the starting point of this. Mm-hmm. Was There was a war going on. And they needed someone to help. And who's not doing anything when they're or doing could be doing right. more when in reality that's they're doing everything they could. They could. Yeah. Yeah. It's disgusting and times have changed, but there's still some changes that there still need can happen. Changes that need to happen. Because there are Sometimes women, especially in, like, the industries that me and you are kind yep. of in, there are women that do the work. But, but they don't they get don't the credit. The credit or paid enough or um, there has been a couple movies that, um, the new Scream movie specifically, the lead woman, she left the movie, but she was the lead woman from the first one until the last one that came out last year. And they were giving her less money, and she quit. She was like, "If she, I'm like, she's like, I'm the face of your mm-hmm. movie." Her name Neve Campbell. Um, she's played Cindy Prescott, who's literally the entire movie. The entire reason why Ghostface is coming after them is because her character, his family, mm-hmm. and they were like, "We're gonna give you less money this time around," and she was like absolutely not i will not be doing this work for you no or there is um what's another just yeah it happens in industries all the time it does it does and it's sick i'm sure teachers i'm sure professors in any workforce any workforce 
there. Like, it's supposed to be illegal. It is, but it happens. It happens. It does. And it's heartbreaking because women don't deserve... We're all people. We're all people. We should all be treated. Yes. Like the same. People. Yeah. Let alone, I'm sure, people of color. Oh, sure. Also, that's yeah. a whole other... That's a whole other... But if you're not a white man, then get out of here. That's what... Is what they think. Yeah. If you were not a white man, then get out of here. Not good. Not Mm -mm. good. And the generations of people that still view it like that... It's awful. It's awful. I hate that people still think that way. How can you still think about that that way? It it runs in families. And it comes from parents. Parents... Yeah. Teach their kids right it's from like, wrong, and their kids yeah, don't know any better. That's nurture. That yeah. And some kids find their nature, mm-hmm. but others are nurtured to view certain ways. Certain ways, and that's sad. It's a cycle that needs it to be is. broken. It is, but it will never be broken. No. There's I would hope just... it would be, but it will never. No. There's no going back from how far we've. No. No. With how far the world has gone yeah. with this type of thing. Yeah. Is that it should not matter your race, skin color, sexuality, or anything. No. It should not matter. Because you're a person. You are a person. And be... What's the word? Be treated as you should be as a person. Yes. Like, why can't we all just go live our lives and... You know, we're all just, we're working. We're working. We have families. We have friends. We eat. We sleep. We use the bathroom. We all do the same thing. We do. So what's... What's the difference difference? between a skin color? What's the difference between an age gap? What's the difference between anything? Yeah, literally. It's all about work ethic and how much people put in. Yeah. Horrible. Horrible. And, like, there's... I've said it again. The, like, the radium girls Mm -hmm. and... There's other groups of women or people that have went through chemical stuff and, like, unfair work. I think the radium girls, I might be mistaken. I have not heard something about the radium girls in so long. I think that happened in the 50s. And I think it was women of color? No, maybe. I think I'm thinking of this, um, the, <laughs> the movie... About the girls of color that did, like, math, hidden figures. It was in the 1920s. Okay. Oh, so not long. 1927. Not long after this. So I would I would like to look into the Radium Girls for myself. So if you guys want to hear about the Radium Girls. Let us know. Let us know, because that might be something fun to, well, not fun, but good to talk about. This radium. probably should be one that we talk about. Yeah. I'm looking at the side effects of it, and it says spine being broken. Oh, well, they got became frail. Yeah. Oh, what's it? What's it called? Um, it's something with the. We're on a whole other thing now. Let's go to obituary because there's so many. They, they did a whole episode of just about people who worked with things that Fossy Jaw. I've never heard of that. That one. If you think this one is like revolting and sickening. Fossy jaw, I think that's what it is, is even worse because they're. Be careful looking up pictures. I'm or scared. Because that was even worse than this by far. Oh, it starts with an F. Oh. Yeah. 
Yeah. We might have to do a whole thing a on whole series yeah. on stuff like this because and it's all women. Mm-hmm. It is all women workers. All around the same time period too. Because that's when the women were in the factories. Mm-hmm. Um Yeah. There's radium, fossy jaw. That's because of phosphorus and matches. Lord. Let us know what you guys want us to talk about, like, relating to this kind of stuff, because I think we are very... Interested in it, and I think they're just stories that need to be told. Be brought more awareness to, so people know what kind of stuff that... Happened in the past. Like, we know about, like, the Civil War and, like, World War stuff, but But we don't hear about... about the men. Yeah, we don't know about the women. We don't know about the women who were, like, I, I... love the quote that I put in there about women were fighting for their lives but not in the wars. Mm -hmm. They were fighting for their lives. Every day there's that what if that bing what if this happens. What if my best friend over there who's doing the same thing that I'm doing what if she what if I what if they knock on this too hard. Mm -hmm. What would happen to me? What What would happen happen to them? them? Am I pregnant? Mm-hmm. Will my something my baby come out when there's something wrong with my baby? Mm-hmm. Like, I can't, I can't imagine how they felt. Even during this time period, babies didn't survive long. No, no, no matter what. No, because they're. It, I mean, think of how advanced we are, and we're now, still yeah. advancing. Yeah, compared to you know what it was back then. What it was back then, like. They would have ten to hope that two survived. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Literally. Diseases were just... Yeah. Could take you... Literally having a cold... Could have taken your could life. Could have taken your life. The common cold... Or you pick a scab, well, there's your life. Pick your life. There's your leg. Because mm-hmm. you picked a scab. Mm-hmm. Like... You eat a strawberry? Uh-oh. Poison. Poison. Yeah. I can't believe how much this has gotten off onto six other tangents but about the time period. That relates to it, though. It does. It does. It really does. I don't know. Thinking of the women back then, today, mm-hmm. tonight, and, you know, I, those are family stories now. Yeah. Like, did you know that your grandma was, was doing this? Canary Girl? Mm-hmm. Do you know how hard your grandma worked for this stuff? Like, and the trauma? Mm-hmm. They major trauma. Yeah. Like, that fits in with the survivor's guilt. Mm-hmm. Like, you watch your friend blow up over there and imagine how you feel. Or you're across the room and you hear it. Yes. Yes. It's not worth it. No. At the, I mean, but I war people... People are at war, and it just leads back to war Mm -hmm. with this episode. It all started with there was a war. Mm -hmm. And that's horrible. Awful. So, like we said, let us know if you guys want any more on the women who were during this time period or in any type of time. Yeah. You guys have a story of like something kind of like this let us know know, because i mean we talked about fozzy jaw 
and radium. But I'm sure there's, there's way more. more. Isn't there? I think radium is in that glass. That there's like a glass that's toxic and turns yellow I have no under clue. a black light. But I think that's radium as well, like I have radium no idea. glass. Um, but those are the two that come to mind. So if you'd like to hear about those, or if you have any other stories of munitionettes working mm-hmm. and something that happened to them, then let us know. Please do. Please do. Um, we forget in every episode, but follow us on our social media. Mm-hmm. On Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. They will be linked below. We po- we're we trying to post more regularly. We are. We are. It's rough. We're college students. If an episode's ever late or anything like that, give us grace. Just a little bit. Just a little bit, because we're working hard for these degrees. Mm-hmm. We have a couple very big things coming for you guys with some podcasting stuff that we're doing for our classes, specifically Tegan. This episode is actually one that I wrote for a class. Mm -hmm. So, hello, Professor. (laughs) If you listen to this, because I know I'm going to send you a link. (laughs) Um, But, yeah. We have some cool stuff coming for you in the future. We do. Especially on my end. Oh, yeah. Tegan is working her butt off i'm trying so hard she is it, that's cool though like we already went well tegan kind of how do i explain it I, we already learned how to podcast last year and yeah. do all this stuff but in one of tegan's classes i'm doing scripts for podcasting doing, yes i'm learning how to write news leads i'm writing yes. anything in the media and i asked specifically if i could get some honors credit for doing a actual podcast script for us to record for you guys. Yes. And they agreed. Yes, because we already, we came into this last, you know, semester and year with established podcasts and mm-hmm. stuff. Like, I have to do, yeah, we we were ahead of the game because I have to do, like, an audio interview and mm-hmm. all of that stuff. So, who knows? We also have been talking about a little audio documentary that I feel we should keep under wraps for a little bit. But we're bit. not going to tell you any more about that. But just... That's all I have to say about that. Just keep on your toes. Just keep on your toes. We've got a lot planned. We and do. And we want to bring more awareness to a lot of things. We do. We want to use this as a platform. Right. And help other people use their voices. Mm-hmm. Um, because... Using your voice matters. Using your voice matters. Your outlet matters. Yep. And this is our outlet. Yep. And we want to share our outlet with others who may not have that. We want to give other people their stories and awareness on their stories. And that's what we want to do with this audio doc. Yes. As we want to give this little girl. Yes. Her voice. Her voice. And that's all we're going to say about that. But I think this is where we leave you. Just know big things. And we love you. And we we appreciate you. you for listening. Yes. To us be the rambliest of rambles it happens it does it does we get our story across it just takes a minute it does anywho anywho we will see you when we see you guys two weeks two weeks two weeks time guys with another episode of brain soup bye-bye bye